0: That's right. Welcome to the All Bases Covered Podcast. Uh, this is why we need a producer to start the show. We had some te- technical difficulties to start things off. Uh, we are here on a Monday, um, but maybe the alcohol's gotten to me already uh, a little bit today. but um, I mean, you're flushed, so I would say it's the that. the is- Asian flush, though. This is like natural, man. I don't even have to be drunk to get this red look in my face. It just happened, okay? Um, we, uh, we got a... Big show today, but, you know, uh, we kind of wanted to throw Sam off guard. Sam's live in studio. This is like a treat, man. This is a very rarity that we don't get to have happen. Sam live here in the studio from Michigan. So uh, we are going to spin the wheel of uncomfortableness, and we're going to see what topics that it has in store for us. So I wanted to throw him a little curveball. We're going to get to March Madness. We're going to get to our shitty brackets that are already fucked up. Uh, but uh, we're going to spin the wheel of uncomfortableness to start the show here. So let's give it a whirl and see where it lands. Fuck a duck. Leah Thomas, transgender swimmer. I... <sighs> So are you going to get canceled if we talk about this? I think so, but I'm still going to go ahead and say this. Uh, okay. Right. So, 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 if, so if Leah Schlong happened to just, you know, pop right out, is that indeci- indecent exposure or like, you know, what's going on? I with thought that the one? whole point of being transgender is that that was gone. Well, I mean, there's still a little. There's got to be something like there. a stump, like a bump, like, like a bump. I don't know, like Arlo's tail. Just over there. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe like a really like like a vagina that's been doing steroids, <laughs> like a giant clit. Like, is that what you're talking about? Is it a giant metorism <laughs> there? Me you this way: it's probably the same thing a female bodybuilder has from taking steroids. <laughs> So, Leah Thomas, can we – look, I'm not planning on getting canceled. I don't want us to get canceled, but um, one of the swimmers uh, on a series, one of the swimmers yeah. actually um, said that they, they should probably, you know, um, figure out some sort of, um, you know, method, you know, of, of, you know,
1: you know who should be allowed to
0: swim and what because is it really? Because they just have their own swimming competition. Yes, exactly. And... That's what I was going to say. Why yeah. don't you create
1: a training league? <laughs> And and have them swim and you know you're the best if you're the best you're you're great but you know there are women and women swimming that are you know not making the cut because we had Thomas is coming through and blowing competition away he's a dude (laughs) she's a man baby (laughs)
0: that's not a wig that's a man baby um all right so this is a stat here Emma Wyant who was a silver medalist at the Tokyo Olympics all right proper Olympics proper Olympics right. (laughs) finished
1: second in the race. We're not race. talking like,
0: you know, Paralympics. No, we're, like, we're you know. Special Olympics or anything like right, right. that. This is real Olympics. Okay. Right. She finished, she had a silver medal, a fucking silver medal in the Olympic Games. She finished 1.7 seconds behind Leah in the race. Th- then, this is the best stat. Leah Thomas went from 554th in the event as a man to first as a woman. You are five hundred and fifty four I can finish five hundred and fifty fourth as a man in a swimming competition. And with the first so I, I oh man, we got we actually got a call here. I'm I'm curious. It's probably one of my right. dickhead friends uh, here, but let's just see what happens here. Hey, welcome to the All Faces Covered Podcast. Who we got?
1: My name's Hank. How are oh. you today?
0: you're such a fuckwad. I think this is uh Josh, but uh <laughs>
1: No, it is not.
0: But yeah, what what's going on, Hank? What do you got for us today?
1: Man, I don't think you can beat that, that woman in swimming. I think she's spanky, bro. I mean, she's she <laughs> she's a woman, man, man, baby. She's a man girl. Okay. What is that?
0: that yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Hank. Any anything else interesting to say? <laughs> Sounds you know, like you have a child what, what, what out what there that needs you. you. <laughs> so, all right, thanks for the call. Anyways, um, all right. So that, that's the thing. And uh, Dave Chappelle had touched on this in his in his um, comedy special that I tried to get audio clips to, couldn't get the audio for it, which is fine. But he basically was like, and he was making a gender equality joke, but I think it holds true to this. If LeBron James, if LeBron James decided tomorrow he was a woman to be Labrina James, Labrina James, or whatever you want to call him, would he still play in the NBA, or would he have to go to the WNBA where he would average 840 points a game? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a great question. I mean, look. Uh, <clears throat> The NBA doesn't have rules like this, I think, for transgender, you know. It's yeah. the National Basketball Association for men. And they have a WNBA which is the women's sure. association, right? So but, but okay, if some dude let's say you have a fringe dude, okay, let's say you got a fringe guy playing. Talking like uh you know, like cat's man on the bench or something like that. But not or maybe even someone that can't quite make it and uh, you know, wait. You know, for that. I think Hank's calling again, but we're going to put leave Hank on hold for a minute here. Uh, Jimmer Ferdet. Jimmer Ferdet decided, dude, I'm Jabrina Ferdet, and I'm a woman now, and I would like to be identified as such. And he played in the WNBA. This is no knock on the WNBA players, but I bet you he would last for 10 seasons and average at least 15 points a game. Is that, is that a fair assessment to believe? In? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. 100%. I mean, you know, Anthony Davis. You want to take was, Hank? All uh, right, let's take Hank one more time. Let's see what Hank has to say. He was not really articulating. So, Hank, if you could articulate this time with your voice, that would be great.
1: Mike Louie, this is Josh. It's not Hank. anymore. Oh, hey, hey, Josh. Hank, uh, Hank, Hank, Hank died.
0: Oh, Hank died. I'm sorry. Was it because we hung up on him so rudely? Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> no, you, you put a, you put this in our fancy chat to dial in. So I dial in. I, get I hung up on. It. That's so rude.
0: <laughs> well, Hank got hung up on because Hank was allowing a lot of <laughs> dead air time, which isn't good for the show. So <laughs>
1: no, I got you. So uh, tell me, tell me what you guys think uh, about this Deshaun Watson. You guys are talking about the man. She oh. What about we're ruining Watson? our bit,
0: Josh? We were gonna get there. We were gonna get to do got Watson. Oh, I'm we gotta ruin our bit like, we were gonna get there. We're gonna <laughs> get to the <Deshaun> Watson. <laughs> how okay. about, How about so you Josh, want... you hold on how about you hold on the line for a second actually call back in five seconds. We're gonna spin the wheel of uncomfortableness
1: and you get a couple of comments okay. and you can comment on it. Give us a call right back. All right.
0: Sorry guys, we uh we got disconnected. There's some technical difficulties. We are spinning the wheel of uncomfortableness now. Oh, oh just like that it's magical. Yeah. <laughs> it's on Watson. <laughs> so my question is, um, how many massages did the did the Cleveland Browns have to Add into that contract for two hundred thirty million dollars. Good Kawhi. Come on down, Josh. Come on down, Josh. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. How many massages were built in? Is that part of his like guaranteed contract? <laughs>
1: uh, I do believe it's like twenty-three. So ten <laughs> million for every hand job. <laughs> I wonder,
0: I wonder I mean, how, are they going to give him a discount? Is uh, there, like, a quota he has to hit, though, like, a, a, X amount, or, like, the contract's in void? Like, you have to sexually molest X amount of masseurs, <laughs> masseurs, you know, masseurs every single year before the contract's in void. I'm just, I'm just curious about that. Oh, I the Browns just I mean, sold $230 million worth of handjobs. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the quality <laughs> of women in Cleveland is a lot – is a lot, maybe that's why he went to Cleveland, not Atlanta and New Orleans,
1: because you can't
0: get into trouble in Cleveland.
1: Yeah, you can. Just ask...
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Turns <is> out too <laughs> soon.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my Lord. Yes, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Lots of
1: trades in the NFL.
0: A lot of trades, but Watson, man. I'll tell you what. I, You know, I don't want to be the guy, though. I, I hate to be the guy that says he's guilty. I don't know. I don't know where I fall on this whole thing. I always thought it was kind of sketchy that these allegations came out after he demanded a trade. But then it's like, I don't want to call 22 women liars. Uh, so it's very uncomfortable. It's, it's not... I I don't even know what to think of it right now. But I I do know that my gut feeling tells me that Watson will be added to the back of the long list of quarterbacks who have failed in Cleveland. That guy that has the jersey that started out with Tim Couch and has about 25 different names on it now. And Baker's on his way out. Baker's on his way out for sure.
1: He's probably going to Carolina. Uh, That's what what it sounds like. like now
0: because Indy's out, Atlanta's out. Uh, I actually think Arizona, and I'll tell you why. I'm going to tell you why Arizona real quick.
1: That's a really hot take, actually.
0: Kyler Murray is asking for a big contract. Apparently, from the sources that we have here at the show, it ruffled some feathers inside the front office of Arizona. Baker Mayfield signed to play for Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech. He played for King, with Cliff Kingsbury for a season before transferring to Oklahoma. He's familiar with Kingsbury's system. If Arizona field, Kyler Murray is going to force their hand and want this giant contract. Or trade. The or trade. They might deal him and go get Kyler Murray, like a three-way trade. Like deal Kyler Murray, maybe like Minnesota or something, and then go bring in Baker Mayfield and then they'll just start over with a new quarterback. But I'm telling you now, I wouldn't. If Kyler Murray wants Deshaun Watson money, I would tell that
1: fucking Lupa to kick rocks
0: because he's not worth the money.
1: I mean, I don't think Deshaun oh Watson worth 230 million. What What happens if he's in mean, no. it for another year? That means he's you know, out I of mean, league for definitely- two years. So, like, Ben Roethlisberger had, like, a similar type of, like, allegation, and he served a four-game suspension uh, at the beginning of the year. So, you're you're probably – he's probably definitely looking at four, maybe more, depending on how it works out, right? Well, maybe
0: less, maybe none, because there's oh, no criminal appeal, charge. you can appeal yeah,
1: yeah You can appeal
0: it. But there's no criminal charge. No, but the there was yet.
1: none with Ben either.
0: Oh, okay. So, well, maybe Ben just looked
1: like a racist. Yeah, ben, did, so. ben didn't have ben any criminal the charges. Three. He just had the four-game. Okay. Okay. All right,
0: Josh, you got anything more to add, or can we spin the wheel again? <laughs> i go,
1: go ahead and spin hanged. the wheel. Let's we're see we're what we get uh, Okay, all
0: right. All right, let's spin the wheel. Let's see if the sound comes through while you're on the line here. Let's see. Oh, I know this will uh, peak. Josh's and Sam's interest we have the control your narrative promotion in wrestling which is where <laughs> Braun Strowman has ended up it is where somebody named EC3 has ended up and they started uh, along with uh, a few a few other wrestlers uh, Austin, Austin Aries being another one and Karrion Cross being another guy um, why is this uncomfortable you may ask it's because the Control Your Narrative promotion is basically a offshoot of QAnon and the far right wing uh, level of thinking. And this promotion is seemingly, we'll see if it takes off. Uh, I want to know what your guys' thoughts are on the Control <laughs> Your Narrative wrestling promotion. Very politically
1: charged. I did not know it was any political. I thought these guys just wanted to pretty much make a name for themselves, get out of WWE shadow of WWE telling them what to do, how to do a promo. And these guys want to break that mold and do their own thing now, kind of similar to AEW a little bit. But I did not hear anything about QAnon or anything like that. So that's news to me. Yeah,
0: they have been at events. Uh, for QAnon, they've been making promos, uh, just talking about um, a lot of different far, like different conspiracy theories, different different things of that nature. Uh, basically, it's it's and there it's it's supposed to be kind of like Fight Club's Project Mayhem, but it's not really that's not really what it is. Uh, but there's been a lot of people spouting off stuff on social media. But then there's also these rules. So you have to control your narrative wrestling promotion. Uh, the first rule, you are in control. Second rule of control your narrative is you don't talk about control your narrative. No, uh, it's actually you are in control. Fights end when you tap out or get knocked out you can't stand or quit. Uh, sanctioned matches can end via pinfall. Um, no super kit, no top rope suicides, no Canadian destroyers, whatever the shit that is. Uh, the fight isn't with your opponent, it is with yourself, and fights will go as long as they have to. Um, if you want to control your narrative, you have to fight. So that's the rules. That's the rules for Fight Club, apparently. So i uh, not really sure how I feel about this. Uh, but, uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's a recipe for disaster or if it's going to be something kind of cool, but I don't care about what their political thoughts are. Uh, I just, I just kind of wonder if that's who they're pandering to. Are they pandering to those 5% people who are the QAnon deep, deep government conspiracists? Which I think Josh, you fall into that 5%,
1: don't you? (laughs) Hey, not really. <laughs> that I do not. I I will I will vote for whoever wins my vote. If you can if you can give me a good reason to vote for you, I'm going to vote for you. I, I'm you, not going to vote for Josh. somebody. That's, I'm just saying, just not going to vote for somebody um, I, in I, that's not right that's, now.
0: I giving you a compliment. I say Josh is the voice of reason over here. <laughs> but uh, we appreciate you doing yeah, this I mean, I, with us, Josh. Oh, go ahead man, go
1: ahead. So I love pro wrestling. Pro wrestlers what they're I'm, doing, they're trying to they're trying to drum up people to watch them. So what their narrative is trying to get eyes on that company now. So you've got you have to make a splash. What bigger splash than you get Braun Strowman? You can get a uh Ethan Carter III or EC3. Tarian Killer Cross. He should be in AEW yeah. right now. Braun Strowman should be in AEW. This is just their way yeah. to branch out, do their own thing. If they want to support QAnon, that's their own prerogative. I just like pro wrestling. I love the stories. I love watching it.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I hope they you, do we,
1: well and, and get away from WWE. So I guess we'll see.
0: Yep. All right. Thanks, Josh, man. We are going to move on from the wheel of uncomfortableness. We appreciate you calling in, man. If you want to hang out and listen, that's awesome. If not, you got other shit to do, that's cool, too, buddy. But we appreciate you calling in and uh, and uh, providing some content there for us.
1: All right. No problem at all. I'll, I'll sit and listen to you for a little bit. All
0: right, bud. All right. Thanks, Josh. All right. Bye. You're welcome. All right, so just sit online and listen and chime in. No, yeah, that's what he said. Oh, you're a I, terrible producer. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm a terrible. I didn't know. I saw him hung up on Josh. Ah, I didn't realize that that's what he was doing. I, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Anyways, all right, we're gonna get to the March Madness tournament, man. Um, it's we got the Sweet 16 lined up. It's gonna start Thursday. Uh, Who's Cinderella? Oh, dude, I don't even know anymore. I guess, I guess Saint Peter's. The 15th seed, you know, um, uh, they're, they upset Kentucky. Then they played Murray State. Um, looking at it, Thursday you got Gonzaga, Arkansas. You got Villanova and Michigan, Duke, Texas Tech, Houston, Arizona. And then Friday you got St. Peter's and Purdue, Kansas and Providence, North Carolina, UCLA, and Iowa State, Miami. So right now, though, I, I'm going to tell you – I. I don't know. I feel like Michigan's going to lose to Villanova. I I feel like Gonzaga will beat Arkansas, but I thought Gonzaga would lose like a lot earlier than they did. I really thought that. I thought they were going to lose to Memphis. I think they went to overtime against Memphis, and and so my brackets all of, two of my final four teams are done. <laughs> Kentucky and Memphis. So I'm out. I'm out of the running for anything. Do you think uh,
1: Michigan's due for a loss
0: now? Uh, maybe, but man, you know, they're playing with house money now. Yeah, they're yeah. the 11th seed. You're right? They, they, here's the thing about Michigan that a lot of people that look at their record and they look at their schedule and they say, why did Michigan get in there? Michigan was 17 and 14 going into the tournament. Michigan played the third toughest schedule in the country and they had a lot of good wins, right. but they played the third toughest schedule. They played Arizona and North Carolina in the non-conference, then the Big Ten, I believe, sent like seven or eight teams to the tournament. and So they just beat up on each other. Okay. Michigan had some injuries. They're getting hot right now. Right. And I think, honestly, it's it's a tough it's, – it's tough to say, hey, you know, they don't – some people don't, didn't feel Michigan belonged to the tournament, but if you look at their schedule and look at who they beat, they absolutely belong. The, you know who they remind me of? They remind me of Syracuse from five years ago. Syracuse was the 11th seed. They played in the first four. They were going into the tournament. They were 20 and 14. Okay, they lost, I think, like their first game in the ACC tournament. Then they win their first four game and they make a run to the Final Four that year. The ACC sent like nine teams to the tournament, right. and Syracuse was nine and nine in conference, right. and and they went on a run. And I think honestly, you're seeing. I, I know a lot of Big Ten teams lost. A lot of but a lot of people who are saying, "Oh, the Big Ten team, Big Ten struggle in a tournament, they're not shining through." I get it, but a lot of them, you people forget. A lot of Big Ten teams, as good as the conference was, they had very few elite teams. So they had a lot of teams bunched together that were on like the seven seed line. Ohio State was a seven seed. Michigan State was a seven seed. Uh, Illinois was a number four seed. Uh, Purdue was a three seed. Um, Michigan's an eleven seed. Indiana with the twelfth seed that had to play in the play in game in the in the first four to get into the tournament. Right. I, I think Rutgers <laughs> lost in the play in tournament yes. to Notre Dame in the in the first four. Yep. Uh then you had um, I don't I don't really know. i I might be drawing a blank I'm drawing a blank on maybe who else from the uh, but it's the, suffice to say they didn't have a lot of guys, they didn't have a lot of teams in that first three seed, basically. Purdue is a three seed, they're in the Sweet 16, and Michigan of the eleven seed is in the Sweet 16. So I can't sit there and say, oh, the Big Ten was terrible in the tournament win. If you've got a bunch of teams that are seeded 7th, 8th, and 9th, the expectation is that you're going to lose in the second Correct. round. Correct. You know, Correct. Ohio State had to play a very good Villanova team. Right. Michigan state had to play a very good Duke, Duke team in, in the second yeah, yeah. round, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, Illinois had to play a very good Houston team in the second round. Right. So, uh it would be one thing if the Big 10 had like two number 1 seeds and a seeds that that lost, but that's not the case, right. Uh but you uh, so, like what's your surprise team besides like your, your obvious St. Peters? Like, well, who who else on this list? It's like they probably had they Iowa shouldn't state. have belonged there. But they now there are. They smack dab in the middle of it now? Iowa State. Iowa State was two and twenty two last season. (laughs) They had a new coach. They're in the sweet sixteen. That's crazy. They Iowa State that kind of turnaround takes like years for programs, right? Sometimes. Not all the time. I mean Iowa State has a good program. They just had a really bad season a season ago. Okay. They they normally have decent teams. Fred Hoiberg was the coach there for right. a while. Freddy got the, bigger. Then he got several tournaments and you know, yeah, then <laughs> employed who you should know. Yeah, yeah go. Go another yeah. Coach. Yeah, yeah, another Bulls Bill's Jesus Christ. Bill's coach. Bulls coach. But Bales coach. <laughs> but um, you know, it's I, I don't know. That that's my surprise is Iowa State. I think if you you know North Carolina, I thought was underseeded as an eight seed. Uh, if you looked at, yeah, it also, he also, I mean, North Carolina also plays in a, a, a tough. Uh,
1: they do, you know.
0: they do, and th- this team got hot at the end. If you look at North Carolina's schedule, okay, North Carolina finished third in the ACC, fifteen and five record. They were fifteen and five in the ACC. Now, right. granted, the ACC had a bit of a down year this right. year. They weren't. They weren't as good. I think they. Uh, I don't think Virginia made the tournament they, they normally are in. I think it was just Duke, Notre Dame, North Carolina, Miami, Virginia Tech, and I think that they might have sent like five teams. Like okay, okay but so down. But still, fifteen and five in the ACC. Okay, All right. All right. you have they lost to Purdue and they lost to Tennessee in non-conference, but they beat Michigan non-conference. They lost to UK pretty badly. They they had a spell where they were struggling and then they got hot and they were playing their best ball. They lost to Virginia Tech in the semifinals of the ACC tournament. Right, no harm there. Virginia Tech beat Duke, and they beat Duke in Mike Krzyzewski's last home game, right by thirteen points. Right, you're telling me that North Carolina is a number eight seed? Yeah, over. A, you know they should have probably been at worst a six seed. Uh, maybe it worse the five or sixty. Right. Uh, North so Carolina how, what's their path now? So now North Carolina, I believe I, I let's see, let's pull up the uh let me pull up the uh bracket here. I wanna say if they beat UCLA, they they face um they could face like whoever comes out of that Saint Peters game in Purdue. I wanna say that's that's the path to the final four. Um I might be wrong, so we're just pulling up the bracket here real quick. Sorry, folks. This is why we should have a producer on hand, but we don't. So we're not going to continue harping on that. Mm -hmm. Uh, North Carolina here. If North Carolina goes on, okay. It might be Duke or something. They would see here, yeah, they would be UCLA, then they would face the winner of, yeah, Purdue St. Peter's in the Sweet 16. So. North Carolina gets by UCLA. They got Purdue, winnable game, I think, or St. Peter's, very winnable game. Yeah, and yeah. you're in the Final Four, yeah. and they could see Duke. They're going to be on that left side of the bracket. Whoever comes out of out of this region, the Gonzaga region, um, but yeah, man, it's it's. I, it, I think uh, North Carolina was a little bit underseeded. you know, looking at the five seeds, some of the five seeds that went. Uh, you know, Iowa was a five seed. St. Mary's, who plays in the Western Conference, right. uh, Gondagas conference. You know, you had another number five seed in Houston, who plays in the American Athletic, right. and a number another five seed, Connecticut, who who also plays the American Athletic or the Knights like, being the Big East now. But North Carolina was probably better than all of those teams and played in tougher, you know, I mean, conferences. Maybe not as seventy, Maybe not Iowa. I'd say the Big Ten was better than the ACC this year. But Iowa, let's just what look at St. Mary's. St. Mary's definitely. I mean, St. Mary's uh, in the Western Con- in the Western West Coast Conference. They were 12 and three and 26 and eight overall. St. Mary's, though, their best win in the non-conference is probably Notre Dame or Oregon. Uh, but I I don't know, man. I feel like you look at North Carolina's resume against theirs it's better then you look at the big 10 and you got iowa who finished 12 and 8 in their conference and 26 and 10. 8 12 and 8 in their conference north carolina's 15 and 5 right why what did iowa do to deserve you know the number so i don't know but I'll, i'll tell you this too if we're looking at um some of the other things um in the tournament um, my favorite to win it all now of the teams left. I still think it's Kansas, man. I really? still like Kansas a lot. They're deep. They're talented. They got they got a little bit of an older roster. Uh, looking at it, like a lot of their players, I also think that's true of North Carolina. They got a lot of guys that have been there for a couple of years. They're not a bunch of one and done dudes. And in Kansas, if you look at Bill Self's recruiting over the years at Kansas. You a lot of guys that are one and done. Joel Embiid was. Andrew Wiggins was. But if you look at some of the other guys that have come in the league, how many guys are coming to the draft every year from Kansas? Right. Not a, not a lot. Right. Uh, that's because he recruits guys that are good. He can win with them. But he knows they're going to stick around for maybe two to three years, typically. And also, he probably sells them on, you know, development, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, um, it, it's a top program. It's, you know, one of the – older programs that, that are there and you can develop you know into maybe a second or third year into an NBA caliber player I mean look at this team you have one two three four five six seven seniors yeah that's the that is a that is team almost ball they're playing team ball that is almost unheard of and then you have a, you only have one two three four five freshmen and I don't even know how many of those guys You know, if I'm looking at, I don't know how many of those guys are
1: playing. playing, Yeah, regular minutes.
0: Yeah. But when you, I mean, you know, I pull up uh, North Carolina's roster. Okay, let's go back here and take a look here at North Carolina. Um, And I mean, Kansas. That's why, to me, they're one of the teams that I I think can go because they they got some experience. But you look here. Um, I know North Carolina from watching them. Brady Manick and Ryan McAdoo play a lot of minutes. They're seniors, okay? Justin McCoy plays a lot. He's a junior. Will Shaver plays quite a bit. He's a freshman. But then their other guy, R.J. Davis, he's a sophomore. Uh, Armando Bagot plays a lot. He's a junior. So fairly again, they play ball. Yeah, yeah. So – I feel like that's no surprise that some of these teams are advancing. And a lot of the teams that tend on one-and-dones, a la Kentucky, bounced into the first round of St. Peter's. So, I don't know, man. We'll we'll see how the tournament plays out. We'll see see how the Sweet 16. Friday we'll have another show. So, we'll at least get to talk about Thursday's games and maybe preview some of what happened on Friday already. Uh, But now we're going to head on to our next subject. Uh, We got uh, NBA, a little bit of NBA talk going on right now. Lakers are tied for 10th currently in the standings for the playoffs. And, actually, the Pelicans get the game up on them. So, the Los Angeles Lakers are in the 10th seed for the play-in tournament. Uh, Surprise, surprise. I mean, we we
1: talked about how
0: LeBron's team, you know, it kind of self-destructs because of the roster moves that are made based on his,
1: uh, you know – recommendations and, and granted you know his his formula worked last year or in the, the bubble year is it, what he asked for what the team gave
0: him and where he got whatever you want to put an asterisk next to it? i would you of know? course you do. but like because of the extent of time and all that other stuff but anyways you know you don't you're not playing in you know uh madison square garden you're not playing in uh you know arenas where people hate you you know right you're playing in uh you know where, where do they play tampa they played in the Disney World Wide yeah, or- World Sports Orlando. in Orlando. Yeah. So and Orlando with no, was not, with but, no fans. Yeah, but Orlando wasn't, uh, yeah, exactly, but was exact, but I'm saying Orlando wasn't even in the playoffs last year. So like they're yeah. the only team that could, they could say technically home court. Right, yeah. Cuz it's their court, right? But I no, mean, it wasn't even their court It wasn't. Though. No, it wasn't at Orlando's home court. Oh, it was court. like a created. No, club? it was in Disney's Wide World of Sports Arena, which is on site oh, yeah. I got it. Uh,
1: regardless. So LeBron James in my opinion uh, you know, he's showing his age now. He's showing his tread. Uh, he's still playing well, but, like,
0: that team is just not constructed for success. at all. But speaking of being constructed for success and not constructed, which I, I also agree with, I want to pull this team up. It's the 5 06 Lakers, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at this roster with you. Okay. We're going to go over it. Mm-hmm. This Lakers team led by Kobe Bryant. Now, granted, Kobe Bryant was a lot younger than LeBron James is now. Okay, But we're going to look at this roster. This team won 45 games in the West. This same season that they won 45 games in the West, they were the seventh seed in the playoffs. There was three teams that won 60 games that year, and then another team that won 57 games. So it wasn't like it was a bad year for the West. And 45 wins usually gets you in the playoffs as a seventh or eighth seed in most years. Right. Okay? Kobe Bryant. Lamar Odom, Smush fucking Parker was a starter. Uh Smush Parker. Kwame Brown, Uh Devin, Devin George, Chris Mim, Brian Cook, Sasha Vulevich, and Luke Walton. Andrew Bynum was a rookie. He didn't hardly play. He looked like he played in 338 minutes. So this is your rotation of nine guys. Bobby Bryant, Lamar Odom, Smush Parker, Kwame Brown, Devin George, Chris Mim, Brian Cook. Sasha Bulovich. They won nine fucking. They won forty-five fucking games. That team won forty-five games. Now let's look at the twenty-one twenty-two Lakers. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook. That's three Hall of Famers. I'm counting right now. Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony. Another Hall of Famer. Another Hall of Famer. Uh, if we're looking at that, the minutes played, so Westbrook, LeBron James, Malik Monk, Carmelo Anthony. Callan Horton-Tucker, Avery Bradley, Anthony Davis, who's been injured. That's not, you know, whose fault is that? Who, who, who brought in Mr. Glass, Anthony mm-hmm. Davis, mm-hmm. okay? Austin Reeves, and then Stanley Johnson, Dwight Howard, look like they play minimally or rotate. So yeah, and they've I'm been working like, in Trevor Reza here. Yeah. yeah, Trevor Reza here and there. Anyways, that team, though, regardless of age, West, Westbrook's 33, Carmelo's 37, LeBron's 37. Okay, fine those three are Hall of Famers. Dwight Howard is probably a Hall of Famer yeah. at 36. I get it. You have four Hall of Famers, though. This team is sitting at almost 12 games below 500. Right, And they're in the playing tournament. Yeah. Uh, I, I, <clears throat> See, look, that's what I'm saying. Like The quality of basketball has gone down because I even look at it like you were telling me, 45 games, right? The Bulls have won 45 games this year. And they're sitting yeah. at, like, five, I think. In the you East. know? In the East. Yeah. But nonetheless, I'm saying in the East, right? Or four. They've won 41 games. Okay, right now, sorry. <laughs> and they're sitting in the, f- in the fifth. But there's still, I don't know, maybe another 20 games to go or something. But you see the
1: difference, it. though, right? 45 games years ago would have been lower on that list because it's harder. The competition is just better.
0: Yeah. Back in the yeah. day,
1: the competition was harder, you know? So 45 games – probably put you at that 7-8,
0: which you were talking about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what it, they probably, uh, a team would have gone. It's, it's, it's crazy. So the quality of basketball has gone down. I think so. I mean, you look at guys don't try during the regular season anymore. Teams they don't try during the regular season. Yeah. They you take back-to-backs off. They don't, uh, they, they, they have load management. They don't care about the regular season. Right. All they care about is getting in the playoffs. But at that point, you can't just flip a switch and say, Okay, we're gonna play now. now. You know, it doesn't work that way. You, know. you perfect saying you have to go win out. right. I'm not saying you have to go out and win every game. Right. Of course, if you got guys aching and you say, Okay, you know what, this is our our second game of a back to back guys are tired. Right. We don't we're not desperate to win this game. We can rest them a little bit. Right. Fine. I'm right. not saying that. But most of these guys will play 50 to 65 games. That's it. And that's it. And I'm sorry, you can't just turn it on in the playoffs anymore. No one can do that anymore. Because you have teams like, like the Grizzlies that have been playing all year yeah. together, you know, playing team ball. And they've been doing – they've been putting in work, man. You know, the, the, the team is a – a, and they show it, you know, yeah. their record. Yeah. Their record shows that they're a good team. Right. But, um, dude, the, the Heat has 47 wins. First place. Well, so but let's see. This is through seventy-one games, so there's another eleven games. Okay. To let's, go. Say, let's say they stay on the same. On the same trajectory, they'll probably finish with like fifty-four wins. Yeah. Let's call it 53-54 wins. Fifty-four wins, right? Which is pretty good. No, it is. No, yeah. it's really good. I think yeah. it's really good. But again, the discrepancy of like. You, you won't see multiple 60-win win teams anymore. No, I mean, Phoenix is going to get 60 wins. They're 58-14. Okay. They'll probably get to, like, 64 wins, right. more than likely. Okay. Or so and Grizzlies? Grizzlies are not on that pace. The Grizzlies have played 72 games. To get to 60 wins, they would have to win out the rest of the way. Okay. It's not going to happen. Okay. They'll probably finish with, like, 54, Okay, 55. Okay, which is still really good. Golden State will probably finish with, like, 52, 53. They, now, Golden State was on pace – you get to close to 60 wins before injury struck. They lost Steph Curry. Draymond. They lost Draymond. Clay Thompson was out again for a little bit. So, I feel like if both they can just hold serve at the 3C, they're in a pretty good position to make a run. Okay. Uh, but Uh So, do you think LeBron makes some noise in this playing tournament? No. At all.
1: No, no he'll make let's noise. Say,
0: let's say LeBron Andy, James, James Anthony Davis is back. You know, Anthony Davis no, is back. They're, they're losing to the Nuggets in the, in the first game. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. I'm telling okay. you. Now, Here's the thing that th- that is about the playing tournament. Right. Let me tell you. Seeds 7 and 8 play twice. Right. Seeds 9 and 10 play once. So, if the Lakers, if all holds serve through the end of the regular season, and the Lakers match up with Denver in the first game of the playing tournament, and they lose to Denver, they're no. out. They're out. Yeah. they're out. Then Denver would play the winner of the Clippers and the Pelicans. And then um, – and then they start playing series. Yeah, and then they start playing the series, yeah. Um, so, it's, you know, it's one of those things, man, that I just – if I'm – honestly, if I'm the Lakers, I don't know how healthy everybody is. Anthony Davis will probably get back here with about five games to go. But right now, the Spurs are roughly two and a half games behind them in the 10th seed and for the 10th spot. Right. I, are you to me? You just if I'm the Lakers, why run LeBron out there? Why rush Anthony Davis back? You know, let's okay. Let's say yeah. the, like, can I tell you why? Yeah, they don't have any picks. Like they have zero picks. Like <laughs> upcoming picks. But fine, they've but make all that. Like, but make some looked, moves in the off season. Let the trade Russell yeah. Westbrook for whatever you can get. If you want to get John Wall, fine. Let's see if he fits better. If you they want to make, some make they should have been done that. Yeah. They should have – at least John Wall doesn't turn the ball over the, the way Westbrook does. He's a better shooter. Yeah. He's a better shooter yeah. than Westbrook You know Westbrook what they we call Westbrook? Westbrook. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Wow. So, I I don't know, man. I think the Lakers are done, but we'll see. I, I feel like it just will further get LeBron James away from that GOAT debate. I, I, and I, I don't think – in my mind, I'm I'm going to be honest with you, Nick Wright, I'd listened to him this morning, and Chris Broussard basically said that LeBron is not anywhere close to Jordan, and he named why, because he looked at their peaks, and in their peaks, what they considered their peaks, Jordan had six rings compared to LeBron's three, or four, sorry, he had more MVPs, he had more scoring titles, more AP first defensive player of the, uh, defensive first teams, yep. and more defensive player of the year's. In that same peak. Now, granted, Jordan took some time off that LeBron didn't. Right. But LeBron's played four in that in that peak. LeBron had played four more seasons than Jordan did. Right. And Jordan still had more rings, yeah. more All Star appearances, right. more you know this, that, and the other Based thing. Based on the on the fact that he played four se- more seasons, it means that he that he should have at least caught up to Jordan if not surpassed him. Yeah, and all that. And now the other thing, the other reason why. I will always. I'll go to my grave saying this: LeBron can't pass Jordan because Jordan never teamed up with other players. And you could say, Oh, but he had Scottie Pippen. He had Robin. Fine. The first three titles get Scottie Pippen. Horace Grant was a nice player, but well, hold on—they were drafted players. They, they were, were drafted players. Like yeah, you, they, they weren't like, Oh yeah, let's see, boys. You're, you're a star on another team. Right. Come join my team. Right. They you were, were drafted. drafted and developed by the Bulls. But if you look at the rest of that Bulls, in the first run. Yeah. Horace Grant. Yeah. Okay, nice player. Great player. Is he uh all star? Uh he was a couple times kind of all star. I think two was, or three. Maybe times. two times all star. Yeah. Is he all famer No. No. Was no. Horace Grant ever considered a top fifteen player in the NBA at any time? No. Okay. John Paxson. <laughs> okay. B J Armstrong. Yep. Bill Cartwright. Okay. Shooters. shooters. They're shooters. Look, I'm not gonna okay. say I'm not gonna say that, that they're it, they made sense, it made sense to have those, those kind of players on that team. No, it's fine. They were nice players. They were good players. But if you, Great goal players. If, but if you look at the teams LeBron has had. Oh, no. No way comparison. There's no comparison. Now, I'll say on the second run, the Bulls were a little bit more loaded. Ron Harper was a very good player. Hideously <laughs> underrated. But hold on. Ron Harper was like an ACL injury and then way past his stardom. He oh, was like a one-time okay, all-star with yeah. Cleveland, and he was like – Way past the point of being a star. So, okay. Ron Harper was a great addition, but yeah. it wasn't like you were going out there getting Hakeem. No, I know, I know yeah. that. And then Rodman, who was a great defensive player, Correct. and rebounder, Correct. but gave you very little in scoring. Zero. Okay. Yeah. But he was a hall. He's all the Yeah. 100%. So you could say that Jordan had three Hall of Famers at one point, two Hall of Famers playing with him, and Pippen and Rod. Rod. And that second run. Right. But the first run. Yeah. You just had him and Tippett, and then they want to say, "Oh, well, you know, LeBron played tougher competition in the finals. That may be, but LeBron is the reason why the competition was tougher. LeBron went out and joined the Heat and made a super team, and then all the rest of the league reacted, and the rest of the league the stars started following suit. Yeah, all of a sudden, Kevin Durant lost out after a couple of years. Right? Guess where he goes? Exactly, he goes to the Golden State Warriors. Exactly. Uh, you know, and, and it look, I'm not. Part of that generation that's going to say that it's really messed up to do to do this, but if you're going to do that, then you can't
1: make those comparisons. Like
0: outside the era, fact yeah. of
1: it being completely different eras, right? You there's no comparison then. If you're recruiting
0: other all stars to play right. with you, you can't be comparable to someone of that era. Th- sure. that was not allowed. And, other- and Jordan even said it. He's like, I was too busy wanting to to,
1: to whoop everyone's ass. He was. I, I
0: didn't want to keep on my team. I wanted to beat him. Yeah. And then last thing, and I don't want to get this into another LeBron-Jordan debate, but LeBron has compiled a lot of stats over the years, tons, tons. He's number one in almost every category. That's great. But I do not think stats make you the GOAT because he came at a time when you could jump straight from high school. Yeah. If that was an option back in the 80s, I don't know if there would have been success. I don't think Jordan was probably ready out of high school. If he nope. wasn't, ready. he needed a couple of years in Australia. But regardless, what if he's the one and done in Australia? Yeah, what if he's one but but the thing is you have at least a 3-year jump on Jordan there straight out of high school to to then you got another couple of years when Jordan left in his prime because of his father dying, 2 years basically. So, give or take, you have 5 seasons on Jordan five seasons on them to get these stats. Then Jordan left at the age of, I believe, like 36. He retired. Yep. Came back at 40 yep. for the Wizards and right. played two more seasons. And Jordan doesn't retire to 36. If the Bulls don't piss him off right. and fire Phil Jackson, they right. run it back for, let's say, another two or three seasons. Right. Does Jordan have seven or eight championships? Right. Right. You know, And then does he have more stats? Right. But when you're LeBron. And you can sit there and say, well, yeah, I got the most this, the most playoff games. Uh, Fine. But you came into the league at 19 years old, 18, 19 years old. You're at 37. You're in the league now for 21 years. Now, in Jordan's era, people who were 37 were coming into the league at 21, 22. So you're – 15, 16 years in the league compared to 21. That makes a huge difference in compiling stats. Of course. More games played. More games played. Everything. More everything. More opportunities. The game is also not as physical, correct? If Jordan played in today's era, you can sit there and say, "Well, Jordan was a great three-point shooter. All you want. You don't think he would have honed that skill? Yeah, you would have figured it out, bro. Are You kidding? Me? You don't think he would have worked tirelessly of at course. the gym until his, he got a three-point shot? His basketball IQ was insane. Yeah, he absolutely, he would have done. And his competitive nature. But with the I'm way fouls that. are called now, Jordan, I'm convinced 40 points a game. If, if, and even if that thing seems like hyperbole, let's say he would average 35 points a game. No, 40 is easy, bro. 40. I'm think, telling yeah. you, if you
1: take like. Even, like, tail end of Jordan, and I would say that's still peak. At 36, he's yeah. still operating at a very high efficiency rate. At 36, if you gave that 36-year-old Michael Jordan today's NBA, he would murder it, bro. I
0: mean, if, he you, would look absolutely at, destroy it. if you look at his age, let's look at his age 30. Oh, sorry. He was 38 when he came back. I apologize. Okay, he was 34 when he retired. Right. 34. So even younger okay. when he retired. But right. got out. Three seasons came back at thirty eight, and at age thirty eight, averaged twenty two points. Or I'm sorry, averaged yeah, twenty almost twenty three points a game. Off an ACL. Off an ACL. Yeah. So he his, his, he he got look at the number of games played. Or fifty three or sixty games played. Yeah. So he, and the following year, eighty two. Eighty two. Yeah. So but he broke he tore his ACL that year. Oh, then okay. But then he came back and played and averaged twenty points a game at yeah. age thirty nine. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, what? he dropped a 50 point at 39, you know, too. What what LeBron James is doing is good, but what good are stats when they're not winning? Right? Who cares? So, all right. I wanted to get up to the, LeBron. Enough of LeBron. I wanted to get the Harden starting to struggle with the 76 Oh, Philly's all of a sudden looking very vulnerable. Right? Very vulnerable. I think they let Harden play too much of his iso ball and things, but we'll get to save that for the playoffs when Harden's sure to choke. Right. All right. <laughs> So I want to know. We talked about Watson. We touched on him, like he touched on uh, <laughs> masseuses. Uh, but uh, I want to know. I mean, is is this contract that he signed bad for the NFL? What does it do for guys like Bur- Bur- Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert coming up? So they've all Burrow's won more than Deshaun Watson has, of course. So look, I'll say this: uh, NFL uh, owners, uh, like team owners, are just going to get more and more. Pissed off yeah. because if Deshaun Watson can ask for two hundred thirty million dollars, guaranteed, all fully guaranteed, yeah. right? Um, Joe Burrow can ask for five hundred. Seriously. No, yeah. honestly, I yeah.
1: would I wouldn't be surprised if he said, "Listen, I want four seventy eight, all of it guaranteed,
0: right?" Yeah. Patrick
1: Mahomes' contract is not fully guaranteed either. No, it's not. Right? How do how do you how do you do that comparison where Patrick Mahomes'
0: his contract is not fully guaranteed? But you have – now so you have awesome. Deshaun Watson fully guaranteed $230 million, dude. I feel like you – know, was it 4 or five-year? It's not even that long of a I contract. Think it's I, think. Four, I think it's a five-year deal, if I'm not mistaken. Jeez. But, uh, I'm sorry, though. It, it sets a bad precedent. It does. Because I'll I'll tell you what. A lot of people, a lot of quarterbacks I've heard in interviews, I've heard them say this. I man, I don't know how Tom Brady does it. He's he just keeps going to Super Bowls and winning Super Bowls. You oh, know what? what formula. It's not a fucking hard concept. The man took a pay cut for ten better years players. for better players on his team. I'm I'm sorry. I, I know everybody in football. You need to get your money before you get injured. Fine, but as a quarterback, as a quarterback, you're not a running back who has five years in the NFL. Right? Yep. You're not a. You're not a linebacker who maybe could get concussions and, and be out in ten seasons, nine or ten seasons. and you need to get all the money you can. Right. You're a quarterback. Right. If you, I'm, I'm telling you right now, the, if the, let's say the market is forty million dollars a season, right? And you say, you know what? Give me twenty-eight million a season. Are you starving? Are you on fucking food stamps? <laughs> if, if you say, listen, I'll do this. I'll take six seasons. Twenty-eight million dollars a season. I can't do the math uh, in my head. I don't know what that equals million. out to. I don't know twenty-eight times uh, times six. I, I'm Asian and I don't know this. One hundred sixty-eight million. Okay, one hundred sixty-eight million. Twenty-eight. Uh, one hundred sixty-eight million over six years is twenty-eight million a season. And you say, okay, guarantee me a hundred million of it. Okay, fine. Your cap hit might be a little high at first or down the road,
1: but oh, you get
0: years yeah. of building the team. Tom Brady, I think, averaged roughly taking about twenty six million a season from the Patriots. Yep, that's why he kept going to Super Bowls. Yep, he didn't take the forty million dollar contract and say, "Yeah, give me, give me all that." Yep, no, he didn't do that. Russell, there's a reason Russell Wilson hasn't been to a Super Bowl since his rookie contract. Yep. There's a reason Aaron Rodgers hasn't won a Super Bowl again. There's a reason why uh you know all, all these other quarterbacks aren't consistently winning because they take the big giant contracts, yep. and that's why I don't think the Rams are gonna be they're gonna you're gonna see a downturn at some point and then you know? they're gonna want those first round picks and they aren't gonna, gonna
1: have them. and they're gonna trade even more first round picks for more players, yeah, you know, but like- I absolutely agree dude like
0: there was a year where they the Colts wanted to give um Peyton Manning. 30, no, sorry, the Broncos wanted to give Peyton Manning 30 mil. Yeah. And he's like, how much does Tom make? They're like 25. Okay. he's like, pay me what Tom gets paid. Yeah. You know, whatever Tom gets paid, pay me that, you know. Like, every, like another Hall of Famer is following suit. Like, he, right. he saw that. He Peyton Manning didn't ask for an, an exorbitant amount of money. No. He always asked for a reasonable amount, and he never, like, he never strapped the team.
1: For it. And why do
0: you think the Colts had Andrew James, yeah. Marvin Harrison, cool. Joseph Addai, uh Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark. Yep. Then they had that defense led by uh, Dwight Freeney, yep, and uh Bob Sanders yep. and then they had a couple other dudes on that. Yep. And now granted, they didn't win a bunch of Super Bowls. They went to Robert two, Mathis. Robert M- They went to two Super Bowls winning one with yep. Peyton Manning as a quarterback in Indianapolis. But Man, at that time, you had Pittsburgh in the AFC. You had had New England. You know, it was tough. It was murderous road for them to go down the AFC path. And that's how it is now with the AFC. If you look at two divisions in the AFC, the North and the West, the North now has Deshaun Watson in Cleveland. Pittsburgh had a hell of an offseason. They don't have a quarterback, fine. But we've seen Mike Tomlin. Still win eight games with fucking Mason noodle all. Yeah, you you see the offensive line yeah. signings they made and some of the defensive yep. signings they yep. make. Plus, they, there's a draft, and they have and they're
1: amazing at draft. And they
0: they they, they get drafting
1: receivers. They basically. always
0: get receivers, and they lost <laughs> Juju Smith-Schuster. Fine, who
1: wasn't really that amazing anyway? He was really
0: good his first couple of years. Well, and he, then he he's a number two, dude. That's yeah. what I always try to say with Juju. Is like he had a, a bunch of great years because Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown was tearing shit up. Yeah. You know? So anyway. now he gets to go to Kansas City, which I and think be is a number nice, two. Nice that's move. Great. We're really talking about move. this. Yeah. They need a number two. Yeah. You know? So, but that that division's loaded. Then the AFC West is loaded. Every loaded. team there is a playoff team. Denver, now. LA, uh, Kansas City, Kansas Oakland, City. or Las Vegas. Las Vegas, dude. Trade. So coming out right now, the Bengals are plus twelve hundred to win the AFC this year. That, that is, is that's the bet I take. Dude, that's like the ninth best odds in the NFC. I, I know, but that's, I, I bet that it would take though. Yeah. Because the, the Bengals signed a bunch of good, really good linemen. I hope they're going to do their job in protecting. Yeah. And that means that Mixon gets to run more. You get to retain your entire squad back. Yeah. If they made the Super Bowl last year, they and, ran- and they upgraded their O-line. I mean, layout Collins is a nice player, really nice player. Uh, the, the guard from Tampa yeah. is very Cap- good. Alex Capo? Yeah, Alex Capo. Ted Karras was a pretty good... Uh, Ted Karras was actually uh, per pro football focus was 14th in pass block win rate. And the Bengals were 29th in the league in pass block win rate, win rate last year. They got three guys now who are all in the top 25 in pass block win rate. Then they're probably going to draft another offensive lineman in the draft. Of course. course. And so now you could go in there with potentially, from what I'm hearing, is they might draft an offensive lineman, but you're going to have – they might, depending on who's there, they might take the tackle uh, or guard. I mean, I heard Zion Johnson's name, who's a guard out of Boston College. But I heard the tackle's name out of North Dakota State, Trevor, I think his name's Trevor Penning, who looks really good. He's from Northern Iowa, North Dakota State, one of those. He looks pretty good. But you could have Jonah Williams that is that left tackle. Then you possibly have Jackson Carmen, who was a rookie last year, staying at left guard. Or maybe you say he's not ready; he needs a little more seasoning. And you draft another player to take the guard spot. You have Karras at center. You have the t- you have uh, the Tampa Bay, guy. Tampa Bay guy at the other guard, and I right. have Layel Collins at right tackle. Right. that's solid. But what I'm saying is that the Bengals have about three years that window to win to win because <laughs> they're going to have to pay T. Higgins. They're gonna, no, they're going to have to pay Burrow out the. So- well maybe not what if burrow says i want to be if like tom smart, Brady? if he's smart and he does that then that's then more power to the Bengals. like so
1: even but, like, but, but the but, thing is like they're gonna come through and, and i don't know man you know today's nfl yeah, like I it, he might get wrapped up in in, in you know a scenario where well, i don't know he's a very smart kid so i don't know he hopefully make the right decision
0: but let's he, just say it like this let's say you signed a seven-year deal Two hundred ten million dollars. There's me. no way he's gonna do that. Just let's just. That's thirty million a season. Yeah, but it, th- that's way too little money for seven years. Two hundred ten million dollars.
1: Considering what all these other douchebags are getting paid, are you absolutely kidding me? shall
0: Watson got five year, two hundred thirty million. I understand, but I'm saying if he goes the Tom Brady route, they're gonna have to pay Herbert. They're gonna have to pay all these guys. Burrow. They're gonna have to pay him and. I don't think 2.10 is enough, man. Okay, so what if you went 5 times 30 million? 150 million over 5 seasons and even if you guaranteed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or close to it. Maybe you guarantee one ten. No, guarantee all of it. Borrow deserves all of it. He does, but what I'm saying is we were just talking about how if guys wanna yeah, win you, I know, you have to you're gonna have to play but for a little Unfortunately he's too good of a quarterback to not pay that enough that enough money. You, you understand that, right? I, like, I he, no, he's I, too I, good of a quarterback to not be in the top five paid because he plays like a top five quarterback. I mean, I get you there, but at the same time, do you wanna win or do you wanna collect money and not win? No, no, no. I'm saying your yeah, route is yeah. right, but the thing is that they're going to be ostracized for offering them something. No, I don't think you know, the like Bengals that. offering that. Right. But I'm saying if, if Burrow is, to
1: take something like that, take something
0: like that, where he's still getting paid 30 million a season, right. which is still a lot of dough. Right. But you can do a lot with 30 million in Ohio, and and you can do a lot. Then and let's say that let's say the, let's say the average quarterback's making 42 million at that point. Okay, when the time Burrow comes, 30 million is still a lot. But that 12 million that you're not signing oh, you pay pay free agents. Pay pay yeah, contract cases kind of exactly coming up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But you know what, Mixon's money's
1: going to be up soon too. So
0: yeah, Mixon's going to want money. No, and you don't resign them. You don't give a you don't back like a second contract. Okay,
1: fine, fair enough. You know, but uh, you know, I think they're on a very good trajectory. Yeah, you know, the, the Bengals are making the right moves.
0: Uh, did they do enough this off season? I wish they would have gotten like a real stud on the line, like uh, like the guy that that just left the the Commanders. Uh,
1: oh, uh, uh, Riley
0: Reese. No, right? or no, Jeff Shorts or something like that. Oh no, oh, no, 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 I know who you're talking about not Riley Reese. What's this? oh damn? Hold it. on, I'll tell you. Anything. Brandon. Brandon Scherf. Brandon Scherf. Yeah. yeah. I wish they would have gotten Terron Armstead. exactly. Yeah. Even see, adding like a Trent Brown. Yeah. It would bad. It wouldn't have been bad, no. But no. I do like Leo Collins a lot. I do. I do, too. But, like, he's been injured the last couple like yeah, years. Yeah, you know. know. that Got a little bit of an injurious treat. So. The one person I wanted that I don't think he wanted to come to Cincinnati J- want to... J.C. Jackson in the corner. Oh, thank God. Cincinnati, Cincinnati he, tried
1: they to over, they, they, they overpaid him. Dude, L.A., way overpaid. But anyways, going back to borrow though, the key is, is
0: protection for him. Like, yeah. that's your stud. Yeah. You have to protect them. You have brother. to protect them. Agreed. Uh, I tried to do a 75-minute show. They didn't have that option. It was only 60 or 90 minutes. So, yeah. But <laughs> cut off in 10. Cut off in 10. Oh, neat, neat. Take it out. That was a great Monday show. We want to thank our callers for calling in. Thank you, Josh. and Hank. <laughs> uh We'll be here on Friday. Thanks, everybody.